Welcome to Radiance. I'm Lisa Pennington. I'm a Christian mother of nine children, eight of which are adults, and I'm here to uplift you no matter what it is you're going through. I have found the joy and peace of Christ through this season of life and mothering, and I want to encourage you to do that too. Let's get started. Well, hi, and welcome back. I'm so glad that we're going to get to spend this time together today. I want to tell you that um, I feel like confusion is a big part of what we go through when we are dealing with the heartbreak from an adult child. And so that's one of the reasons I'm going to take several episodes of the podcast and I'm going to break it down like peeling an onion. We're just going to talk about one layer at a time. If we do that, that will help us to process the confusion, take it apart, look at it clearly, and see if we can't get some healing going in ourselves. So last episode, I talked about your thought life. If you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. And today I want to talk about our expectations and what we are owed by our children. So let's get into it. There's so many expectations that we have that we don't realize we have until we're faced with not getting treated the way we think we should be treated. And this is just one of those perfect circumstances that shows that. I know for me, the pain comes from really not just being hurt, but being so shocked that I've been hurt by this person who I love and adore and just would do anything for, I would lay down my life for. And this person just for whatever reason has hatred or disdain for me. And it's really difficult for me to understand that. And part of that is, I think at the core, because somewhere inside, you feel that they owe you to, you know, to be treated a certain way. And maybe they do. But we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Yes and no, right? So one of the things that you can be sure of in listening to me talking is that everything I say, I work really hard in researching and studying for you that anything I share with you comes from scripture, that that's where I'm going to get most of my information. Certainly there are cultural things and community things that, you know, that acceptances that will be in there too. But I really want to focus on what the Bible says because that's where our healing is going to come from. So what does the Bible say that a child, any age child, not like a young child, owes to their parents? And from what I can see, there are three things. One is to honor them. One is respect. And the third one is gratitude. So honor, respect, and gratitude a child owes to their parents according to God's word. I will say that that really is what we should give to God. We should give him honor. We should give him respect. We should give him certainly so much gratitude for all the things he does for us, for Christ, for everything, for waking up every morning. For these children that have broken our heart, we should give him so much gratitude. And really, that is where your children's focus should be in the honoring, respecting, and gratitude is they owe it to you, but not in the way 
as if you had given them something and they owe you back. So if you loan them some money, they owe you that money. They have to give you back that money. And you can go and say, hey, you owe me this money. You have to give me this money. Or you borrowed my car. You have to give me the car back. There are all kinds of situations where they might actually owe you something that you had in your hands and you gave to them on loan and now they owe it back to you. But that's not the same kind of owing as owing you honor, owing you gratitude, owing you respect. Those things, they simply owe you because you're you. We simply owe God that because God is God and we don't give him anything he doesn't already have. So we are, they owe it to you in the way that they, they must do it to find their, on their own journey, to find their own peace and their own joy. They should do that. However, we, they don't owe it to us in a way that we can demand it, that we can say, you have to honor me. You have to respect me. Even if we don't say that verbally, we're saying that in our hearts. I'm so mad. Why would he be so mad at me after all I've given him. He should be grateful. We don't, we don't, it's not really healthy thinking. It's not good for us to go into those ideas because really they owe it to us in that it's about their relationship with God really more than it is about their relationship with us. Certainly it affects their relationship with us. But the reality here, the truth of it is Them not giving you respect or honor isn't really about you. That's really about them and what they're dealing with in their life. And yeah, maybe you could have been more honorable, more respectful. I mean, there's not a soul on the planet that couldn't have done a better job with their kids. But that's not really why you owe your parents honor because they were perfect parents. You owe them honor just because of who they are. And when your child doesn't give you that, it's really, really painful. But you don't get to go demand it. So they don't give it to you. That's between them and the Lord. And then what do we do? What do we get to do then? How do do we manage the feelings that are there when our child is disrespecting us, dishonoring us, ungrateful for us? If they're ungrateful, it's really more that they're ungrateful to God for the parents that he gave them than it is anything about you. They're wrestling on their own battles. It's not your battle. That's their battle. But you do have a battle, right? Because we're, we're in so much pain and disappointment and hurt over the way the, the person that we love most in the world is treating us. So there are some things, though, that you can do, and I'm going to talk about those. The first one I want to tell you is there's two things. The first thing you can do is look inward. Look at the honoring, respecting, and gratitude and ask yourself, are you doing that to the people that God put in your life? Are you doing that to your parents? Are you doing that to your pastor? Are you doing that to any elderly? Do you speak about them respectfully when they're not in the room? When you leave church, do you fuss about the pastor's sermon to your kids? When you have to go see your parents, do you grumble in your mind, oh, I don't want to do this? Are you 
able to see that maybe there are ways that you could improve your willingness to honor the people God gave you to honor. Now, am I saying, oh, you didn't honor your parents, so that's why your kids don't honor you? Absolutely not. Everyone's on their own journey, just like you are. But I'm just telling you that if you can work on your heart and your character in those ways, you will see a shift in your relationships with other people. If you don't like some way that your child is treating you, let's say they're talking about you behind your back, lying to you, to friends and other and family. What you can do is you don't do that. You be really sure and careful that you're not doing that about other people as well. This is a great character lesson in what we can do to change because now we see how much it hurts to have it done to us. So I would encourage you to search your heart, And ask God to show you any even small ways that you can improve in those areas. Lord, who, my parents, my husband's parents, who am I supposed to honor? Aunts and uncles, any elderly, right? Anybody that God has put as a role in your life that is is a leader over you, an employer. How can I respect them more? How can I be more grateful that you have put this person in my life, even when it gets difficult. So I would encourage you to use the pain of not being honored and respected to flip that and begin to be more honoring and respectful. And then the second thing that we can work on is to be forgiving. We can work on constantly reminding ourselves what forgiveness really is. Forgiveness is about you and your gratitude and your relationship with God far more than it is about what has happened to you or whether or not the person that did it is sorry. How many times in our lives are we called upon to forgive someone who is not sorry? They're not going to apologize. They'll do it again. And yet, We need to forgive them. There are certainly we need to be careful about what we allow around us to constantly affect us and hurt us. But as far as forgiving someone, you can forgive someone and still make wise decisions about what you will allow to be around you or in your home. And I would encourage you that that's one of the things that I learned earlier than a lot of other things when I was walking this journey of dealing with kids that have cut me off is to forgive them so that when they're ready, when they've done the work that they need to do to be ready to talk to me again, I'm ready. I'm ready to be forgiving. I'm ready to give them all the love. I'm ready to let go of all of it. In fact, I would have already let go of all of it. It's gone. It's done for me. I'm not, when I tell you I'm not mad at them, I'm not mad at them. I don't like their choices, but that doesn't mean I haven't forgiven them or that I wouldn't embrace them. I would be so happy to have them back in my lives, whether they were sorry for anything they've done or not. So this is something that also really grows my character and makes me a better friend, a better wife, a better parent to my other kids. 
any of these things, even if they don't actually improve or change the relationship with the child that has hurt you, I promise you they will improve and change every other active relationship that you have. So it's only good, folks. It's only good when you practice these things. I know that in each in each episode, I'm going to share with you a scripture that means something to me. And today it is John 14, verse 27. Now, this is a whole, just a little tiny piece of a whole t- speech that Christ is doing. This is the red letter stuff. And he's talking to the disciples. And I would encourage you to read all around it. Read the whole speech, but I'm not going to read that on here. I'm just going to read the one verse. He's telling the disciples about the Holy Spirit and about when he leaves this earth. And he tells them in verse 27, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let your hearts not be troubled, neither let them be afraid. What I love about these verses is that it's very clear that the peace, the real peace, comes only from Jesus. His peace he gives to us, not the world's peace. What is the world's peace? That's driven by circumstances. That's driven by, uh, think, you know, when things make life, something makes life easier. If your child does come and apologize, that would bring you peace, Right. But that's not lasting. Then they might go off the next week and be mad at you again. Then what? Your peace is gone. It can't be like that. Our peace has to come from Christ and Christ alone. The Holy Spirit brings us peace. It's a fruit of the Spirit. The world gives us peace that comes from our family or money or food or our communities or politics. Things can make you feel better and then tomorrow feel bad again. But when your peace is from Christ, it doesn't require any of those things to be going well. That's why I love these verses, because in the end when he says, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. If I had to use a few words to describe what it's like to go through the heartbreak of an adult child uh, leaving you, I would say troubled and afraid would be (laughs) way up there on the list of words that I would use to describe that experience. But because I have Christ and because he has given me wisdom in what to do with all these feelings and all this lack of peace, I have been able to push through those troubled and afraid feelings and to have peace instead. So I want to always leave you with a scripture to lean on through the week. So Go look that up for yourself and read all around it and be encouraged by that. And let's just spend this week, your little assignment for this week is uh, to focus on where you can be more grateful, where you can be more honoring to the people that God has given you to honor, where you can grow, how, how you can forgive as you end up feeling so hurt and upset with your child. Step back and focus on forgiving them because Christ has forgiven you and let it, just let it go each time. And as it comes back to you, let go of it again. This is a process that takes time and I'm here for it. So I will see you in the next episode and um, have a good week, my friend.